Hello, school PR and school district marketers. This is the Social Media Schoolhouse podcast, the program for public relations and marketing professionals, where we focus on strategies to increase audience engagement in your school district. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Social Media Schoolhouse podcast. This is episode four of my new relaunch and actually episode 28 overall of all the podcasts that I've done. Thank you for the returning listeners. And if this is your first time, thank you for stopping by. This podcast is all about how your school or your school district can benefit from marketing, social media, and everything else associated with promotion and things like that. So thank you so much for stopping by. Today, we're going to talk about the power of social listening. Now, if you don't know what social media uh, listening is, I'm going to talk about that in just a second. But, you know, across the Internet and on social media and all the groups that I attend, I've seen a lot of school districts and a lot of companies wondering how to hide or even delete comments from their audiences. So on their social media platforms, how do I turn off my Facebook comments? How do I get people not to comment on my tweets? Although I advocate deleting any type of hate speech or derogatory comments, I am not in favor of deleting or hiding your audience's words. In simple terms, don't turn off your comments. It's one of the most powerful things you have to develop a customer experience. I'm telling you, the power and knowledge comments bring to your district far outweighs any negative brand image that you might convey with negative comments. I believe comments are powerful. They're a powerful tool to tap into your audience's mind and improve your overall customer experience in your school district. It's basically a tool, a second tool to really develop and really expand on how you can help your audience. I mean, social listening allows for brands to follow and examine conversations about them on social media platforms. So you can actually see what your audience is talking about, see what they're all about. What do they want from you and what can you give them to help them? Now, in the past, I've said this in many presentations and consultations, knowing your audience is one of the most critical aspects of your company's or school district's marketing efforts. You have to know your audience. Researching your audience should be one of the first things you do to start a new marketing campaign. You have to respect your niches that are in your school district or that follow your company. There are many benefits to comments and social listening, and I've come up with sort of four ways of improving your overall customer experience through social listening. So remember, social listening is all about listening to all the comments, to all the feedback, to all the reaction on your social media. So by looking at those comments, by looking at what people are saying about your company, you can actually help your overall brand. So here we go. Here are the four things that I fear, feel, uh, feel that are vital to improving your customer experience. Number one. It's a new way to develop customer service and customer experience. Now, according to Sprout Social, 83% of audience like companies who respond to concerns on social media. Now, if you think about that, people have actually become accustomed to social media and use the platform to complain about their experiences. It's basically become a essential mechanism for customer experience. I'll give you an example. 
any time that my cable goes out or my internet is down or I have some kind of complaint against a company, I don't call customer service. I don't want to be on the line for two hours. I don't email them. I hop on social media. I tag them in a post and I make my complaint. Now, why does that work? Because so many companies are on social media, they tend to even look at that first, then answer their customer service lines or to answer an email. They don't want their image to be tarnished. So they're much more likely to respond to negative comments on social media. So that's why the audience does it. They know they're gonna get a quicker response. They know that you're gonna be encouraged to respond to that comment because millions of people possibly could see the negative review that someone's posted. So they know they're going to get quick and fast action. But did you know comments have become a great way to learn about the problems in advance before there's an avalanche of audience backlash? So staying ahead of the trending problems is key to solving issues before you sort of reach that tipping point of it becoming a disaster. So you gotta stay ahead of the problems and by looking at the comments that are on social media, you're gonna have a great advantage to know what's not working in your school district, what people are concerned about, or maybe even what people are positive about and you can do more about that. And comments also give us a great opportunity to craft carefully planned responses to situations. So you're seeing a lot of the backlash in advance and when it becomes a major problem, you already have a plan worked out to respond to the problem or correct it with a solution that your company or your school district can buy. So in CFB, we've created a database of commonly asked questions and concerns across our social media platforms um, from, you know, community pages on Facebook, Nextdoor, Twitter, Instagram. It's actually become an excellent method to analyze our community's pulse and give power to our departments to solve problems quickly. This is a real simple database that we've created in Google Sheets that can be shared easily across departments. So we're archiving those comments, archiving the problems, and we're leaving it to the departments to solve the solution. The departments, the experts in the question being asked are the ones that are solving them and they're the ones that are responding on social media. Now, number two, it's a great way to discover new opportunities. Now, many of my presentations have been created around the notion that customers are now in control. So no longer can a company or school district expect a person in the community just to use their product or service because it exists. A lot of the people in our community don't jump out of bed and just skip to their neighborhood school. They have so many choices, charter, private, now, online is going crazy, homeschooling, there's a lot of opportunity out there. So just because you're a school in their town doesn't mean they have to go there. So they have like countless opportunities to jump ship and truly find out if the grass is greener on these other choices. With information at their fingertips, they no longer need a company to feed them advertisements to make choices. They're asking questions online, they're finding their research through uh, rating sites or through Google reviews. It is crazy how much power they have now. So I'll give you an example. When I was buying a car, 
I never once went to the dealership until I really, really knew I wanted to test drive that car. I researched online. I looked at reviews in Motor Trend. I went on YouTube. I went to a picture gallery to look at the interior and exterior of the car. And not only till I knew I really, really wanted that automobile, that I would test drive it to see if it was okay. Parents are doing the same thing. Before they're test driving their schools, they're going out and gathering research. So guess where they're gathering a lot of that research? On social media. So embracing the comments that they're asking is an opportunity to use social media to build experiences around the wants and needs of your customers. So by analyzing their statements, you can see trends and concerns your audiences are talking about on social media. So for instance, like what do your customers want? What are your customers concerned about in your school district? How can your company solve these problems and become a trusted company in your industry? So by listening to the comments, you can answer these questions and develop new opportunities for your audience. Let's say they don't know enough about your pre-K program. Then you can build more meat on your website to answer those specific questions they're asking. You can actually develop content around the problems and concerns they have. So through your content, you're actually solving their concerns and their problems. Number three, you're going to heighten your marketing. You're going to turn their questions and concerns into marketing campaigns. So your marketing campaigns can be built around your audience statements. Knowing your audience's concerns, you can develop marketing to solve their problems. So things like creating white papers, creating a podcast, making a checklist, email campaigns, videos, and newsletters around what you see on social media can be very, very powerful. You are giving your audience what they want. So here's a couple of examples we've used in our district around people asking questions and we developed content around those questions. Kindergarten recruitment. Our enrollment had become stagnant in kindergarten. And what we did is we sent out and went out and asked as many questions as possible. And we gathered concerns and questions by looking at social media. So from that, we developed a Facebook Live where expert kindergarten teachers asked and answered the questions and concerns our parents had. It was an hour long Facebook Live where actual kindergarten teachers were sitting on a panel and they asked questions from social media, but also people got to call in and ask questions. It was a great example of how using the problems and answering those concerns made us the trusted experts in kindergarten in our area. We also developed a checklist of how to prepare your student for kindergarten. So what we would do is we put it on a web page and they had to give us their email address and they could download this checklist of how to prepare over the summer your preschooler for kindergarten. It was so very popular and a lot of the things that were on that checklist were questions that were being asked on social media. Same thing with our teacher recruitment. We went out and looked what millennials, what type of questions were they asking when they were looking for a job? We developed content around that. And then most recently, I'm sure all of us have a zillion questions about COVID-19. Well, what we did is we took all those questions off social media and we built a frequently asked page on our website where someone could go and get all of their questions asked through. So that brings me to number four, 
create a frequently asked questions section in a central location on your website. And speaking of frequently asked questions, we're collecting comments, concerns, and opportunities across social media and placing them on our website, which has become a very powerful tool for people to be in the know, the community to be in the know about all things COVID and all things returning to school. If one person has a question, that probably means 10 or more people have the same exact question. So taking those questions off social media and putting them on a frequently asked question on your website, you're going to not only get rid of a lot of the negative comments on social media, but you're going to get rid of a lot of repeat questions and you're also going to build trust. So developing a location to house your questions and concerns along with your answers to those questions is an awesome way to build trust. And really a brand is based on experiences and based on audiences trusting your school district and trusting your schools and your teachers and your administrators. The more that you're answering their concerns and they feel that you're doing a good job at that, the more they're gonna trust you and the more likely they're gonna send your, their kids to your schools. And number five, monitor your competitors. Now, basically what you're gonna do is take all the stuff I've talked about from now and rinse and repeat, except you do it for your competitor's social media. So you're gonna analyze your competitor's audience's concerns and compliments which makes a great way to develop approaches to win those audiences and please your audience. So ask yourself, when you're looking at social media of your competitors, what are your competitors doing right? What are they doing wrong? How can you capitalize on what they're doing wrong and improve your customer experiences in your school district, but also learn what they're doing right and adding those things into your school district or into your programs? You gotta learn from your competitors. And one of the best ways to do that is to social listening from their audience to figure out what they like and what they dislike about your competitors. So what can you do? What are some of the next steps that you can do to really make this a really viable solution to help you out in everything that you do? Well, first off, I would create that frequently asked questions section. You're basically there to help your customers build that database of questions and pass those out to all your departments and answer those and put them on your website. And also you're going to build customer experience in all of your departments. So that means everyone in your school district is going to help. They're going to, you're going to share the concerns with them and they're going to share out the solutions, which makes it better because they're the experts. So the more you tap into that, the more you're going to tap into their influence and the better your questions and your answers are going to become. Three, of course, what I've already said, create remarkable content from your problems. Make sure that you're creating landing pages and marketing things that are really going to solve the problems that people are asking. People want to be heard and they want their problems to be solved. The more you can do that, the better your marketing is going to be. And last, but certainly not, not least, recruit the experts in your school district. Recruit the counselors, the administrators, the teachers that can best answer these questions and really develop solutions. They're going to be awesome for your audience. 
And that's it all about social listening. If you have any questions, you can always go to www dot jason a wheeler.com you can check out my blog listen to my podcast check out some of my videos i really appreciate everyone that is listening today remember social listening is the key to know about your audience but to also solve their problems it's powerful so don't turn off your comments read your comments and react to your comments and come up with solutions your audience is gonna love everyone have a great rest of the day I will see you next time.